I'm recording. <laughs> oh, we're back in the saddle. Here we are. Oh, oh. boy. Okay, we can start this <laughs> off. Hey, guys. Welcome to Wing It at the West Wing Podcast. My name is Andrea. And I'm Sally. And, uh... I feel like there should be, like, drums or something playing in the background. Some sort of momentous (laughs) sound effect. It's so strange. Yeah. We made it to the finale. And, um, it's crazy. It's weird. It's surreal. It's crazy. Um, but we, (laughs) we apologize that we've taken so long to record this episode it's uh I <laughs> do you wanna explain yourself? I'm not, I'm not sorry. Yeah, I've been <laughs> trying to record this for a long I time. Just... just for the record. <laughs> I just like any chance I got I'd be like, oh I don't know, maybe next week. I'll yeah, know. so this is Sally's fault. So... I'm just I'm just saying yeah. I've been trying. But it's, but, oh, I've been procrastinating. Yeah, sure. yeah. So everyone's been procrastinating. <laughs> People keep going. Are you going to record the end? And we're like, uh, yeah. No. We don't. We didn't work this hard to not record the <laughs> ending. Like cliffhanger. Why do you guys wanted to be over so badly. I know that's Jeez. a real question. <laughs> that hurts my feelings. Um, no. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that that for the reminders that we have listeners because everyone's been checking in. Um, so yeah, it's one of those things where yeah, like sorry, you guys. just don't want to deal with the endings of things. Like when I right. when I watched this series, when I watched Thirty Rock, I didn't watch the yeah. finale for like months. I didn't even watch it. You know. Yeah. So hopefully there's some yeah. people out there like that who understand. So. But here we are. Well, and I have a friend. I have one friend who, I mean, I've made a lot of friends watch The West Wing, but I have one friend who watched it, and she has stopped in the middle of season seven and, like, <laughs> refuses to watch anymore because she, and she does likes not it. want it to be over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, she loves it. And I keep telling her, like, I get it, I understand, but listen, you can just watch the whole thing over again. That's what's so great about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's just so like... you have to at least finish. It's just getting that that closure. It's like the end of, okay, this is these are the only episodes we have. So it is that like yeah. kind of sad thing, but anyway, um, we'll, oh for we'll, sure, yeah, yeah, we'll talk more about it. But let us uh, let us sing because we have to. Oh, okay. <laughs> we just start falling, we start bawling on tone. Um, okay, all right. <clears throat> okay. One, two, Duh. three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never count as Duh. I never count. <laughs> Duh. Oh, we should sing this live okay. or something. I should like put it on. Da, 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 it's so good. And what if the last episode I just revealed that I was actually an opera singer and like I I've would just been purposefully doing this terribly do, the whole time? Do, 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 do. You know I used to study opera for real, right? I did. I yes, I did know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, people people at home are like, really, really. Um, <laughs> it's true. I've seen an opera. So, okay. The finale, the finale, tomorrow. Gosh. Yeah. How many times have you watched this episode before today? <laughs> Not that many. Uh, maybe two or three? Maybe two. Okay. I'll say two. I've definitely only watched it once. <laughs> really? Well, I mean, this is now my second time. Yeah, I don't, I don't watch. No, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with all these feels. No, thanks. Yeah. It's a lot of feels. There are, there's a lot of feelings. Yeah, it's very tactile. I mean, do we even need to do a TikTok? I feel like we can just for, like, doing a TikTok's sake. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for TikTok's sake. And um, the, it's Inauguration Day. It's Inauguration It's Inauguration it, Day. Yeah. How crazy serendipitous is that we're recording this on January 20th, which is Inauguration mm-hmm. Day anniversary. Yeah. It is pretty crazy. I, that was not planned at all. No. No. Actually, maybe this was my plan all along. Maybe it's maybe intentional. Maybe this was why I procrastinated. Huh. Wow. We are 
Secret Geniuses, I know. which is going to be the name of my next yep. podcast, Secret Geniuses. <laughs> Not really. Um, sorry. Go ahead and you can do our TikTok since you're the official TikToker and I just do it when I remember. <laughs> It's Inauguration Day, so our beloved President Bartlett is leaving the White House, and our new President, Matt Santos, Santos is going into the White House, and there's just feelings everywhere. Every which way. I don't know. There are. Every which way. It's just feelings. Yeah. I mean, like, there's, yeah. in terms of other things that happen that don't matter, there's an ice storm and a train derailment. We don't care because <laughs> this is about all of our people leaving the White House and some of our people moving in and moving up. So, let's... Do you remember the first time you watched this episode? Like, what was your feeling? What was your satisfaction level after you saw it? Like, do you remember? Um, it was... I feel like it's like on a scale of one to ten, it was probably like a seven. Oh, because, okay. Well, maybe maybe higher than that, but it was it was well done. It felt like they closed enough chapters, and I felt satisfied with how it ended. It wasn't like a great episode of The West Wing, you know what I mean? Sure. So, as a series finale, but at the same time, I know I was thinking this. When I was watching this time, this is such... How could you end The West Wing? It's such a weighty subject and such a uh, heavy in- series in its entirety. Like, this is how it had to end, was with one president leaving and one coming in, yeah. pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, I think considering that, they did it very well. Yeah. Considering how difficult it is to wrap this up. Because they can't... They have to show that, and they can't be, like, right. solving some other crisis at the same time some like high stakes human interest uh ethical dilemma at the same time so so yeah there was no way that it could be one of those episodes um right pretty much just had to be this but i feel like what they did with it was as as perfect like i i felt satisfied the only thing that i missed was toby ziegler i mean yeah Okay, we can we'll get to that in a minute. But um yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So in terms of oh. the TikTok, it's it's inauguration day, but also the big question is whether or not Bartlett's going to grant the presidential pardon to Toby. So Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Also, I wonder how long Sorkin would have let this series go. Has do we have any knowledge on that? Actual factual like with him not at the helm? Yeah. Or, I mean, like, just, his original plan. Well, I guess his original plan. Like, was it always going to be seven years? I don't know. I mean, stopping short I mean, of that. I mean, clearly, we, I don't know, but... Yeah. I don't think I've ever... I don't think I've ever heard or read in any interview... I haven't either. Um, ...that he said that. I mean, well, except for the fact that he always talked about how he just didn't really have a long-term plan, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, maybe he wasn't quite sure. I think, had he been given... If the West Wing would have existed in today's culture, I think Aaron Sorkin could have done it so, not so much better. I mean, he did it perfectly. But if you just imagine if they had done it on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon where he had been given all the time he needed Mm -hmm. to do everything, it just, the possibilities seem endless. I mean, Aaron Sorkin is a genius. So I feel like if he were, because he really ended up leaving because of how, strenuous the pace well I mean he was having right. to write these yes mm-hmm. every week mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so I think if he were given a different pacing and a different timeline I mean I feel like he could have just gone on forever especially with how the climate has changed today yeah <laughs> Sally's <laughs> Sally's making a case world. for how 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 much different it would be this time Sorkin if you wanted to do it on Netflix <laughs> you would have yeah, so much yeah, time yeah. that's always my case yeah no I'm I'm really kind of like no reunion your team uh, your team no reunion know. Yeah, kind of. I mean, if they did it, I feel like it wouldn't be terrible because it, I mean, if everybody signed on, obviously it would be great, but it seems like it would have to be forced to have everybody back and like what storyline brings everybody back or even the majority of them back. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like it was a nice, a nice thought, but I think at that moment's yeah. kind of 
past. But who knows? And if if something Agreed. were to happen in that regard, certainly we would cover it because we would come out of <laughs> yeah. we would reemerge into the atmosphere yes. because we have opinions on lots come of things. Come out of retirement. Yeah, we would <laughs> We would. Uh, I love opinions. Give up our spot at the uh, podcasting Olympics, uh, so we could, yeah, do it. Um, okay, I was just wondering. Also, did you see Molly's Game? Aaron Sorkin's new movie. No, I didn't, and I haven't seen I Tanya yet either. I haven't so seen I Tanya I yet. They're both on my list. I know. And I see both. I think I'm going to go today actually to see I Tanya. But okay, um, cool. Molly's Game, in my opinion, was perfection. I loved it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, so I mean, bad. and I love Jessica Chastain and she was on the show this week. Um, she is great, but yeah, just the writing was, I mean, it's Aaron Sorkin. It was flawless. The pacing was flawless. It was smart. It was, yeah. uh, it was, it was really entertaining. So I would actually, I would see it a second yeah. time. I mean, I see lots of movies two times. I but. am, I mean, I haven't heard any more news on the Lucille Ball project he's working on but man oh. do i think about that every so often and just i kind of forgot that was and, happening and yeah so it's kate blanchett i think oh wow is i just yeah yeah so That's i don't so know we'll see. we'll see but well it's definitely a thing yeah yeah wow sorry and before <laughs> we before we dive into the episode since we have so much to catch up on also i spoke to Debbie Fitterer this week, or she spoke to me, yeah, rather, yeah. which was, <laughs> okay, so I work at The Tonight Show right now, uh, I'm on a short-term contract at The Tonight Show, so there's lots of people that come through the halls every day, and I knew at some yeah. point there would be a West Wing cast member. I'm I'm honestly right. kind of hoping that no, like, none of our core people come through. I hope, like, Allison or... Or Rob Lowe or, or whatever. I hope they don't come through because we're, I don't think I'm allowed to speak to them. Um, and I would that would be, like, torture for me to be, like, five feet yeah. away and be like, nah. So, yeah. So just having, um, oh, my gosh, what's her name now? Jane, Lily Tomlin. Just having Lily Tomlin yeah. there, I was like, oh, man, this is hard. But, you know, like, I don't have as much to say, but it's still it's Lily Tomlin and it's Debbie Fitterer. And anyway, she just walked by and asked where something was. And so I was like, oh my gosh, West Wing in real life. So that's my fun story for you guys. Maybe it's not that fun. this is very fun. (laughs) All right. Um, Okay, let's dive in. Tell me all your thoughts and feelings. I mean, where to even begin? I will say, I really, I don't even know if enjoy is the word, but the yo-yo of emotions, like there were scenes where we we would have a super like, sad and emotional moment with the Bartlett's or with somebody on that staff leaving and then it would flash to the Santos is doing something where their their level of emotion is so excited and this is this yeah. great thing and they're walking into the Oval Office for the first time and it's just this magical time and so to have the the contrast of those two feelings it made for such an interesting dynamic in the episode for mm-hmm. me so that's sort of my like overall biggest note is that it was just it was so odd to be like, oh no, Charlie's like walking through the halls for the last time, but here's Rana seeing the yeah. office for the first time. Yeah. And like, it, it's just... Everything's it just on a 10. Lot. And like in a... Yeah. And in a, in a great way, obviously, but I really enjoyed... I really enjoyed how they did that. So it was... It made me thankful for how they'd done the whole last two seasons that we were attached to Matt Santos. Yeah. And cared about that yeah because what if they, they hadn't followed that campaign trail and just stayed in the west wing it would have just been it would have been very different totally so, i thought the I same know. thing it was so nice to care about who was coming in to the white right. house as our other people are leaving you know it was it was nice that it wasn't like a footnote like yeah there was some sort of campaign that happened and we weren't attached to it so i feel like the run-up right. to it really made it super impactful um, yeah, totally, totally. Also, I appreciated the beginning of the episode where everyone's like getting ready for their for their inauguration day. I appreciated the reassurance of seeing Josh and Donna together repeatedly after waiting seven yes. years. Like, I'm just I just appreciate that they know that we need that and how wonderful it is. There's yeah. no like question in our minds leaving this series that they're going to be together forever. <laughs> I love it. That's my shallow girl note. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. And, it, and that took what two seconds to show that, yeah. that clip of them together. So it was, 
and the way they made it seem, because I feel like it's still like, okay, but are they like officially together? Are they whatever? But how comfortable they seemed, yes. how natural that seemed, it did make it seem like, yes, they are together. And like, we need this is a that. real thing that's happening. You don't, that, yeah. at the end of a series, you don't want to have any lingering questions, like, about polar bears or any, you know, even other things, like, lost. So, um, I appreciated that. And so, yeah. Josh and Donna feeling good about that. CJ is apparently yeah. planning um, on going back to L.A. and meeting Danny there. Yes. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Well, it's just exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that moment where Josh came home and was like, or not home, but I guess kind of home. Josh came in and, you know, was trying to get her to stay one more time. And she was like, you know what? 9.30 tomorrow. Yeah. Let's tell AX. And it was, it was just good to see her not, she wasn't struggling with the decision. Yes. She was ready for that next step of her, mm-hmm. of her life. So. Yes. It's exciting. So she's ready, but man, one of the scenes that really just stuck it to me was Charlie and President Bartlett. Oh, gosh. I mean, we haven't had a ton of Charlie Bartlett moments in the later seasons because, again, we have so many characters to share the screen time with. But when he comes in there with the Constitution and he's talking about all the different gift ideas he had for Charlie, Charlie's going to Georgetown. I mean, I'm I'm crying. I'm crying. It's so... Yeah. I definitely teared up at that part. Um, (laughs) They don't even really say anything. They just sort of look at each other. And you just... Because like you said, we hadn't had moments, but they just like look at each other and just the feelings they're exchanging, you just... Or the, you know, that moment, you're just like, ugh, there's so much unsaid, I guess, but... Yeah, and it's... It, oh, it's just so great. Everyone's having these final personal moments with him, and and it's probably... Yeah. And for many of them, it's going to be for their whole life, and, you know, granted, for Charlie, you know, probably not, they'll be in touch, but, you know, like Carol yeah. and all these other random staffers, like, I can't imagine what that would right. feel like as a staffer, to be like, okay, this was the most intense and important job of my life and I'm have no reason to see this figure again unless you know just happens yeah. so all the feels guys yeah it's a lot um and he's walking through and says says the thing to Nancy about uh how's your mother doing yeah look forward to seeing her real soon which is his yeah his actual daughter wife <laughs> yeah right yeah. <laughs> so so funny. Uh, yeah, so that was fun. Yeah, I liked that. And just walking through all the halls and seeing everybody, like Ed and Larry. Yeah. Like, when was even the last time we saw them? It was a nice, they were just nice throwbacks. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, we've got Mallory who came by, and you know she's given the napkin because it's a little square picture frame, and you just know what it is. Yeah. And I'm so glad that they included Leo in the finale in that way, and even the conversation with Josh and CJ about how it's Leo's office and WWLD. Um, like, it, I'm just so glad that they included him. It wouldn't have been the same without yes. Leo's mention in it. So I liked that. Agreed, totally. And it didn't feel, it didn't feel forced. It didn't feel, it just, it felt natural and it felt. Felt appropriate. Genuine. And it was just, yeah, it was nice to have him included in that way. Um, and... Okay, so then we're then we're down to like the final things they have to do the the letter yeah. to Santos and then the pardons and then Bartlett is sitting on Toby's pardon. It's still on his desk and it, he's got like twenty yeah. minutes left and I'm just oh I'm a mess. Like you yeah. you think he's gonna sign it, but also it's like okay you have nineteen minutes left and you have to go get dressed. Like you need to make a decision. He asks CJ. If she had an opinion and she refrains from commenting on it, which is uh, yeah admirable, but also you're kind of like yelling at the TV and be like, no, just tell him to do it. Like, you know, right, you want right. him to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But I did think it was, I think it was fitting. And then later they had the moment where she sees the pardon got added and she just sort of grins to herself. And I really loved that moment. Mm-hmm. So I think it was worth it. I don't know. It was just so precious. Oh. That moment. I mean, maybe precious isn't the right word, but it was very, 
it was very touching and very because she has been sort of hard to read on the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Even when they, even when they, uh, like she went to Toby's house, it was hard to tell really how she felt. Um, so it was nice to see that she was, you know, excited about it. And then when Bartlett actually does it, I was just undone again. You know, because yeah. you're like, okay, he still loves him and he forgives him and. All is yeah. is becoming right in the world. Yeah, it was. I I thought it was pretty perfect. Again, I do. Ugh, I do man. kind of wish we could have seen Toby, maybe finding out about the pardon or yeah. something. I, just a just a look from him can mean so much, yeah. and I don't know if that would have. Yeah, like that's the only thing I'm really him missing. Watching the inauguration, or especially because he was included and he was talked about. So why couldn't we see him one more time? Yeah, like, know? could we see them announcing who was pardoned? Like, can we see him seeing it on a TV or something, you know, and just, like, getting a, right. his reaction? Right. Like, I don't think that would have cheapened it. Yeah. But that's really the only thing I felt like I would have liked to have seen. But the fact that it happened and that he's pardoned, you know, that's, that's that takes the cake. Yeah, it does. It really, really does. I loved all the different... Um, the Santos, like, their little camaraderie throughout the episode that's so fun and flirty as they're, you know, trying to deal with all the emotions. I just thought they were really cute together. Yeah, I agree. They had a lot of great moments um, of, which is, I mean, it would be such an interesting day. You know, like, she talks about when he first wanted to run for city council, and then she talks about, you know, the the girl that got her place on the swim team, and it was like... It was, like, in a flirty, fun way, kind of yeah. reminding them how huge this was, you know? So yeah. I thought that was really fun it, and well done. It is so fun because we never get to see, like, the humanity of the people that we elect into office. Not really, you know, except yeah. for if they're on, like, yeah. a little late-night chat show and they kind of let their hair down a little bit. But generally, yeah. they're so polished and so, you know pre-canned answers and and all that kind of stuff so to see them just being really really human is just really fun to watch and I don't know it's I'm gonna have to start watching the series again I know I've said that before but I but I mean it now um that we've got three years left of the current administration maybe maybe less come on Robert Mueller um so it's just I miss having that sort of pride and I like yeah. I have so much more admiration for the fictional president Santos than I do for our current president and I miss having that feeling oh, yeah right <laughs> yeah like I just miss yeah. having well, that was, overwhelming sense absolutely. of absolutely when he was walking into the inauguration and how how dignified it all seemed and how I mean because yes it's nice to see like the inside of that but then also we're dealing with sort of the opposite problem of too much We're in like uh, a dystopian society yeah uh so to see dignity in the office is i don't know and it's it's and that kind <laughs> of me emotional and that kind of love between the first lady and the president that kind of like united front like even that like and that's not even something yeah. that is that important to me until i realize okay maybe it like maybe it is important to me yeah um just just what it indicates and i don't know I, this yeah. this just really made me long for that but oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oy indeed uh, i mean um <sighs> okay but also then we have more moments with bartlett and bartlett and mrs bartlett um as they're driving away <laughs> and just realizing that he's not just finished his term, but, like, he survived, like, physically. Like, can we not forget that he has MS and was severely incapacitated for a while? You know, like, sometimes I forget that whole thing. Yeah, so that was a sweet moment, and she's, like, tearing up as she's saying that. Um, I thought they had a lot of good moments together as well. Like, Mm -hmm. they have the moment in the beginning where she's... Where she tells him, like, you did a lot of good, Jed, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then she's she has a moment where she tells him the daughters are coming up that night. And uh, she's like, when was the last time you went to the bank or drove a car? Yeah. And he has or that had to wait for someone. It's like riding a bike. Yeah. Um, and, and in the first episode, obviously, he fell off his bike. I so, loved that. Uh, I thought that was a fun callback. Yes, that was a great callback. 
Um, yeah. I also, I loved all the Debbie Fitterer moments that we got. Like you mentioned her, all of her advice to, to Rana. Yeah, and how to Rana, yeah. Your your most frequent answer will be no and say it with empathy and you'll be fine. Like, can you, just what an important job to have. Like, really. Yeah. Gatekeeper oh, to the absolutely. president. It's immense. So I just, I loved how much Debbie we got and all the, the kind of flavor that yeah. she brings into the series. Yeah, I agree. What else? Oh, uh, let's see. Donna? Donna walking into her office. Are and, you? Oh. And her office is so great. Yeah. Emotions. It's a freaking huge office and I want to just cry yes. and cry. It's like its own wing and she used to just have a cube. Oh. That was wonderful, yeah. too. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yes, it was wonderful. And CJ walking into the press room. Yes. was great. Um, and then Josh. There were so many great moments. Yeah, if we hadn't had CJ going into the press room, I still would have felt, like, satisfied. But then it was, like, a moment I didn't realize I needed until I saw her behind there again. And just to think of how much things had changed and what had all happened since she was press secretary like oh I'm so yeah. glad that they that they did that yeah and then and they had a little moment with Josh and Sam and yes. Donna standing in the lobby that was sweet and when CJ's cleaning off her desk she has a picture of them basically from season one from the Aww. start of the presidency oh, and I you can that. tell how young they all are and Aww. oh it's just uh, yeah and then we also get Sam and Josh in the Oval Office again with Santos because originally, I know there was that scene in the lobby where Sam was there, and, and I thought, I was like, I wonder if they shot this during the other episode when they had Sam in. Um, but then I yeah. forgot that there was that other scene in the Oval, and it was so nice. Like, yeah. it, it would have been different if it was just Josh, and it would have been fine, but I really, really like the addition of Sam, and it just feels a lot more cohesive. Like, okay, we have two major players who are still in, like, the core you know, the inner circle of the White House, so. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I did, too. I felt like the gang was back together, in a sense. Yeah, they Um, (laughs) are. There's just a lot of emotions, and CJ leaves the White House, and there's just, it's just, I know, I've got chills. She's at, she's, she, she, she leaves yeah. as a private citizen and says that she doesn't work there. Yeah. And they're like, ah, it's so real. Yeah. Which, well, for a second, I was sort of like, I mean, you could be nicer to that damn kid. Because I'm <laughs> just looking for, like, she could have been like, well, I don't as of today, but I did. And right. let me tell you how great it was. Right. And blah, blah, blah. She's just like, no, mm-mm. She's like, bye. But I like the moment <laughs> it provides of her realizing she does it. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's more about her moment of just like, no, I don't work there. Ugh. <laughs> Oh, gosh. And then the Bartlett for America, and I'm just completely game over, done, to get the napkin back. That was such a nice touch. I wonder if they just storyboarded, like, all the things that they felt they had to include in this episode, and there was just, like, a really long list of, like, 20 different moments. They're like, all right, (laughs) all of these things have to be included, and whatever else we can include after that. Yeah. Now let's write a story right. around all of these things. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he's, she asks what he's thinking about, and he says, tomorrow. Tomorrow. And that's it. Oh, gosh. That's the end. <laughs> that's the whole kitten caboodle. That's the West Wing. Yeah. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, indeed. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's things that we missed and didn't talk about, and... um but we talked about a lot yeah, of things, oh, yeah, sure. in- yeah. including every episode except the long <sighs> goodbye and <laughs> and the um, special episode. I'm still not sorry about that. Yeah, we're not. We're like Demi Lovato. Well, there you go. Those are our thoughts in the finale, the series finale of yes. The West Wing. Oh. And uh, <laughs> I guess... This is a rambling way of saying uh, if you guys want to keep in touch with us <laughs> so awkward <laughs> you guys want to keep in touch with us um, you can go to my website andreahowitt.com a-n-d-r-e-a-h-o-w-a-t dot com and there's a sign up there for my email list which I only send out updates if there's like something really important and if 
we have any new special episodes or if we get any after the fact interviews or if we either of us comes up with like a new podcast or YouTube or whatever project we can let you know. So just go to my website, AndreaHowitt.com. H-O-W-A is an apple, T is in Tom. Apparently it's a hard name to spell. I don't understand it really, but um, <laughs> some people have lots of trouble. Um, then we'll send you an update and we'd love to keep in touch in case any sort of fun things pop up. And uh, yeah, there you go. Anything else, Sally? And and you can find both of us on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, um, I'm just at Sally Gregory with an I, Sally with an I E uh, on both of those places. So yeah, uh, we're not you know disappearing totally. No, but, we're all over the internet. But yeah, we are all over the yeah, internet. Yeah, and my my Twitter is Andrea K Howitt, uh, and my YouTube channel is Dance with Dre. Because I have a dance fitness channel, which has nothing to do with the West Wing, but there's like a hundred dance videos on there. So if you want to work out at home, you can do that with me online. So there you go. And I mean, I think we just want to say thank you for, for, you know, joining us for seven seasons. Uh, For those of you that have made it this far listening, um, we have, I feel emotional right now, but, uh, we have had just the most wonderful time and we've had very surreal moments and it, uh, yeah, it just is insane that we just get to talk about the wrestling and people listen to us. So, uh, we're just very thankful for you guys and, and thanks. I have a lot of feelings right now. Yeah. And thanks to everyone who's sent such nice comments. I know that it was a really, yeah. um, kind of a weird time when the when the West Wing Weekly launched and we had a lot to kind yeah. of navigate with that and I know a lot of you have continued to listen to both um both shows and we appreciate it and uh we really enjoy creating something for you guys so we'll we'll catch you on the on the flip side <laughs> and uh yeah feel free to follow yeah. along on I mean I'm not very active on Instagram, but occasionally I post there because it's... Listen, I'm doing I put a, a lot of things. pictures up of my dog, so come on. No, I mean on the Winging It Instagram and Twitter, oh, yeah, which yeah, you're yeah, going to help me Instagram. with, and then fill yeah. off the pictures. Yeah. yeah, I did. It's okay. Yeah. I just, you know, life's busy. Um, yeah. All right, well, yeah. we love you guys a lot. Thanks for listening. We hope you have a great day. Feel free to go back and listen to some old episodes. Maybe they're still fun. I'll try to put more on YouTube because I know that uh, iTunes limits the number of episodes you can put on there. So I think the first three seasons are on YouTube if you want to share it with a friend. Um, And there you go. This is the first time in all seven seasons that I've wished we had, like, a sign-off. <laughs> like, Bye-bye. You know, whatever. Good afternoon, know. good evening, right. and well, good night. Thanks for listening, guys. Yep. Oh, well. Okay. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. All right. Welcome. Hooray. <laughs> oh. Welcome to, uh, is it too much to say women watching West Wing? Women. It's a little bit of a tongue The women twister. of West Wing? West Wing women. That's Girl. a little too plain. Girl, girls watching West Wing. It's like Girls Gone Wild, but for people who <laughs> listen to NPR. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, people of the internet. Um, I'm here with my good friend, uh, Sally. Hello. There she is. That's and uh, we, we <clears throat> really love the West Wing. Yes. With a great passion. As I love all things, usually. That's a good it's, way to is, love things. It is my tendency to be... <laughs> Passion's a better word than obsession, so yeah, it's more socially Passion acceptable. Is, yeah, for sure. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm very passionate about <laughs> James literally everything. Um, yes, it's true. So uh, Sally and I are uh, we were big fans of Gilmore Girls first. I would say, right? Did, yes. Were you? Oh, on, yeah. You were on the Gilmore train before you were on. The, oh, for the sure. Wing. Yeah, for sure. So let's just call it the wing. <laughs> the wing. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm on board. Um, yes, Gilmore Girls. A long time ago, um, have loved that, loved long time. Loved long time. So, yeah, when the did, West Wing is pretty recent. How did the the West Wing come about in your viewing life? Like, did somebody say, oh my gosh, you have to watch this? Because this came out in, what, 1997? You know? Oh, a while I can look ago. it up. Yeah, let's look it up. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's actually know Let's things, actually ask maybe. the internet. Um, 
Um, it really just came about with a, maybe somebody recommended it or said it was good. No, 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 no. I'm I'm being totally crazy. Was it me? You can it tell was, people. If it, it was. was it was from the newsroom. It was from watching the newsroom and being like, "Hey, wait a minute! I really am kind of obsessed with this, this quickness and this walking, talking situation, and just everything about it." And then obviously realized that um, the other brainchild of Sorkin was was The West Wing. So, um, and then it being all on Netflix, I really love to start things that already have an ending. Yes, um, that is appealing. So, so that I can binge watch in full effect. <laughs> That's a whole different topic, the whole, like, binge-watch phenomenon, yeah. because we can't do that with life, so I feel like we try to outsource it. We're like, this right. definitely has an ending, I and somebody clear... knows where it's going, and this just feels like, I don't know. Exactly. Tough. A clear beginning, um, middle, and end. 1999. That's the year that it came out. Same year that Will Smith's okay. album, Willennium, came out. I'm sure we were all thinking that. <laughs> so... Um, so we just watched the first episode together. Uh, we've both already seen this show, um... But, uh, yeah, let's Multiple talk about some times, of the characters. Which, well, first, first, I was going to say, speaking of having seen the show, one of the things that struck me while we were watching is the rewatchability of it. Is it that is. There, that there are so many series that I'm like, if I just watched it, I probably watched the pilot in the last two weeks of West Wing and still could sit through it with no, no pause. So the rewatchability is a huge draw. That is a good factor. Me. Yeah. That you don't. Because there's so much going on in any given episode that you're not like, oh, this is exactly what happens for every storyline. Yeah. And the Netflix descriptions, are they never do it justice. Right. They always pick the most obscure parts of it to be like, this is what happens in the episode. (laughs) And usually it has to do with the legislation that they're talking about. Yeah. And it's never about like, oh, Josh and Donna might have had a flirtatious moment in this one. Right. Or Sam Seaborn might have accidentally done this. <laughs> so a multitude of I things. I think I think the the cryptic descriptions on Netflix for each episode makes it it, it makes it even more watchable. Yeah. Because you don't actually remember what happens right. in each episode. That you're like, yeah, what was this? And but yeah. There are some really memorable episodes. Yes. Like if you are a big West Wing fan and I say like Gaza or election yes. day in two season cathedrals. seven, or two cathedrals, or twenty hours. Twenty in America. hours in America. Yeah, yeah. There are big moments. There are definitely ones that stand out. Which I guess now, if we're gonna go with this, is a good time to mention the spoiler. Yeah, free. We'll try to. We'll try not to spoil things. Yes, we'll try to. St- <laughs> we'll say earmuffs, and you'll have approximately yeah, yeah. four I, seconds. I think we can try our best to avoid it. Yeah. So we'll try to be good. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. I mean, there's. We can just talk about different things. What What hit you from this episode oh that you gosh. wanted to to talk about? Um, I mean, so it opens on Rob Lowe. I mean, which Rob, <laughs> Rob Lowe? Well, <laughs> he's just the man. He is a very pretty man. He's also, a, um, especially young Rob Lowe. Which no disrespect to he, current Rob Lowe. No, but he young, has, he doesn't age. No, he really doesn't. But young Rob Lowe is just a pretty pretty man. And and I hate to start out with such an objective, but I it's promise true. we have deeper thoughts no, on don't. all of these things. No, we don't. <laughs> but it's it's hard to ignore for for a little bit. It's true. Uh, so it opens with him, and I think it was supposed to. You know, he is one of, it's an ensemble cast. Yeah. So we've got Rob Lowe, Allison Janney, uh, as CJ, and she's brilliant yes. in terms of a comedian. Yes. Uh, you wouldn't know Allison Janney as perhaps the mom in Juno. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also in Drop Dead Gorgeous with Kirsten Dunst. That... And she's now in Mom, the show Mom. Oh, which good. I think she was just nominated or won an award for. Oh, way to Maybe go. Maybe just nominated. Maybe way I could do research. Way to go, CJ. Yeah. We're proud so of you. Her, and that's a, that's a comedy, so her comedic timing and, and efforts in the whole series are not to be oh. uh, understated. Yeah. She's, she's, she's got brilliant. it going on. Uh, Josh Lyman, who's played by Bradley Whitford. <laughs> Who I had never, I guess I had seen him before because he was in, um, was it Billy Madison? Billy Madison. Oh my yeah. Gosh. He, oh yeah. my gosh. So up until. Just made that connection. Yes. Wow. You're welcome. Wow. So up until this, I think, from what I've <clears throat> stalked on oh YouTube, he had played a lot of kind of an antagonistic, like jerk face kind of roles. And so yeah, this I'm one. Yeah, going to need a second because of the Billy Madison <laughs> right. connection. My mind That's is him. a little. Like, whoa. I know. And Josh is 
let it be known, he is my favorite. Bradley Whitford <laughs> is just very charming. Yeah, and smart. we are both for the for the Sam Seaborn pretty talk. We are both Josh Team Lyman. Girls, Josh Lyman. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So he's on um, Twitter, and I I keep I'm gonna keep tweeting at him. Until he <laughs> <laughs> Come um, on, the show, Yeah. Well, we're, we're gonna make it happen. <laughs> um, uh, Richard Schiff plays Toby. Toby is the communications director. Uh, just, uh, how do you describe Toby? I don't know, but one of the things that I love is that Richard Schiff, to me, Richard Schiff is the most, like, the other people sort of make their characters. Like, like, Allison Janney turned CJ into what she was. Same with Bradley Whitford and, and Sam Seaborn. And, but Richard Schiff and Toby is, it's a different type of, con- like, the way he plays him is just... He's Toby. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's he, probably he's, not No, he's probably Toby. a much more pleasant person. Hopefully. But, <laughs> but the way that, yeah, I mean, Toby was such an interesting character, it, he, or is such an interesting character. He has such a strong sense of justice. Yes. So he's always, he's kind of the crusader of the bunch, and you'll definitely see that later on in the series with some yeah. pretty big implications yeah um and but he also has this uh he's very sarcastic very biting uh but still likable enough um, likable at times he's he is probably the character i have the most trouble with but in the good way when you have tr- when when you <laughs> he has moments where i don't like him but in the way you're not supposed to like him. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, there are other He's supposed characters. to be kind of a like curmudgeon. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And he does it perfectly. It is a perfect, like, there are so many moments where you're just like, Toby, please stop doing what you're doing. So he, he Richard Schiff just plays that wonderfully. And so, and also very good with comedy. And he's such, it's, his delivery is so, it's so dry. Yes. Like, it's. Oh, yeah. The writing on the show in general. I mean, it's Aaron uh-huh. Sorkin, which if you haven't watched the newsroom, um, but you've seen uh, The Social Network, uh, that was mm-hmm. Sorkin. It's just, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. Uh, it's very wordy. It is, it is, I, I have people, and it's similar to the Gilmore Girls wit of that, like, it's it's almost, uh, it's unrealistic in, in a lot of aspects, in a lot of, I, I know quick-witted people, I like to think that I sometimes can be a quick-witted person. I like to think you are. And, I appreciate it. <laughs> you um, and, and still, it's a, to have so many quick talkers and fast thinkers with that that kind of sharp stinging wit is not you don't find that often in real life That's but so it makes it so fun to watch mm-hmm. really yeah you've got to you've got to pay attention it's not the kind if you're going to sit down and watch it you need to sit down and listen to it you can't be like zoning in and out cuz no. you'll miss you'll miss a step and you'll yeah. be out of it's like jump rope you it's, just don't want to miss that you'll just get tangled in a it's a good Web time to confess rope. to our listeners that I I do listen I do watch The West Wing with subtitles on. Do you really? I really do, and this is maybe a super nerdy thing for me to do, or maybe it speaks to my. <laughs> no, I mean I like to think I'm also a pretty intelligent person, but how else do you like to it, think of yourself? It, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's just let's jump into <laughs> this, that. This couch isn't um, long enough for you to no. <laughs> have, a, have a session. No, but. It makes it so much when I can see the words they're talking about and the 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 you know they're naming names so quickly and and bills and and all different types of things that they're rambling off at like hundred miles per hour. I, I do I do I like I like those subtitles. Uh, that's just so funny. I know it's strange. Some people hate it, and I I really don't. I don't even <laughs> like reading subtitles for movies where they're necessary. Yeah. It's just a little stressful for me. I think it's, uh, now I'm used to it. it, it is easy for me to watch and not read, and only read when I'm like, wait, what? Hmm. So. Word. Yeah. It's like an opera. Yeah. Um, I do watch, I, now I'm paranoid that people think I don't watch cool movies. I've seen Amelie <laughs> many times, and operas. Um, I, one thing I would like to point out in this first episode, uh, A, that the law student, there's like a, a woman who Sam Seaborn has an evening with, which is funny. Um, and she's supposed to be a law student, and she gets a, I almost said a text, she gets a page that POTUS was in a, a bicycle accident. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering at what point in the general history of the United States did the public decide that they learned that POTUS stands for President it's of the United funny States? funny that you say that, Andrea, because I wrote the exact same <laughs> note down. But I was like, 
is do is this where we get POTUS? Like I don't I don't know the history. Well, I, think, I don't know. I mean, surely POTUS has been a common thing. So right, but general it's knowledge. It's odd that they wrote it in that way that somebody wouldn't know POTUS because I would people nowadays you say yeah. POTUS would know immediately. Yeah. So and this was ninety nine. So yeah. like AOL was probably one <laughs> one year I, old. Yeah. The internet was how old? I don't know. So our access to information is not. I was the nine same. years old. If that yeah, helps. you were just a wee lass. <laughs> just a wee lass. A wee yeah. little lass. So yes, I wasn't watching The West Wing at that yeah. point in life. Yeah. So I mean, it would be interesting to get the perspective of someone who was watching it in real time. <laughs> yeah, that's because very true. There, especially in was it season. Three, right mm-hmm. around 9-11, they had to do a special episode. Isaac and Ishmael. Yes. They inserted in because, and it's strange when you're watching if you don't know the timing of it, because season two is a very big cliffhanger. Right. Is, ends, without any spoilers, ends in a, in a moment that you expect them to pick up literally in that moment in the first episode. Yeah. And instead, the, they where don't. they pick up is the second and third episode because they inserted in this, this sort of, um timely episode for for 9-11 yeah speaking of just the fact that it's kind of an older show but it still does have that like timeless little black dress feel to it Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you will and i did um except for you know like the technology you know they're getting pages which do people (laughs) even do doctors even get pages anymore i don't i don't think so i think r.i.p to the pagers yeah of the world i never had a pager so and gilmore girls had a pager yes had pagers involved Mm -hmm. and a sidekick Yes, the sidekicks. Oh, I forgot about the sidekicks. I, I think I'd like to make a Venn diagram of all the things that Gilmore Girls and the West Wing have in common and then just stand right in the middle yeah, of it and say, where, there's me, the world I want to and live then in. pagers. Yeah. So there's that. Um, but anyway, so the woman that Sam Seaborn has this evening with, a woman of the night, if you will. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw the movie St. Saint Vincent. I have not yet. Um, where they reference that. It's actually pretty good. Is it good. wonderful? Okay. Yeah. It's Melissa McCarthy it's and list. Bill Murray. It's on my list, which is quite a lengthy list, but it's, it is on yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I saw it on an airplane, so I was pretty glad to just not be dead. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, that woman is, uh, I remember her from Keeping the Faith. Have you ever seen that movie with Ben, ben Stiller and Edward Norton? And uh, yeah, she plays this really annoying girl who's obsessed with working out, and she's trying to go on a date with Ben Stiller, who's a rabbi. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so that's her. So shout out huh. to that little Easter egg. I do think the um, <clears throat> the intros to everyone are, are good tells of their characters, sort of. Um, even up to even up to Martin Sheen, even up to POTUS's intro. But in the very beginning, except maybe Sam's, but, you know, Josh is asleep at his desk, but he's at work. He's been at work mm-hmm. all night. So yeah. you have this mixture of, okay, he's asleep at his desk, but he's also been there all night. It's this work-play kind of yeah. um, a mix that's a good tell of Josh. And then CJ is being charming and witty, talking to a stranger, and yeah. Toby's being a curmudgeon yeah, on a plane. Yeah, on an airplane, and, uh-huh. And they're... I think they're a very good um, uh, foreshadowing or a portrait of what their character is going to look like. Yeah. Um, without and, realizing it, of course, at that time. And I think, it, I mean, they're just so smart. I mean, Aaron Sorgan is just a genius. Yes. The way he just structures everything. Mm-hmm. And the way that they've got, you know, there's plot, obviously, going on. There's different things in each episode, but um, the way they map it out is so good. The way that they explain a lot of the plot exposition for the whole series is yeah. by having a classroom of children there, and Sam has to say, like, hey, this is who I am. This is what my right. job is, and try to kind of, in a way that even, you know, a fourth grader could understand. Exactly. Which is good, because my understanding of politics is probably a fourth grade level. <laughs> Although, I honestly do feel like I understand politics better because of the West Wing. I absolutely do. And even, or even if I didn't understand it directly from watching that I, I found myself starting to look things up and yeah. to be like, wait a minute, I don't know exactly how this works, so I'm going to Google this. My, yeah. I was uh, a little worried about how often I was Googling like maps of the West Wing. West Wing is very famous for the walk and talk, so there's a lot There's a lot of times where I'm like, where are you? Are these people? Are these people's offices actually right here mm-hmm. um so i have a lot of search history about where's the but you, office but you were really about like the physical like the actual west yeah. wing yeah i i did a lot of google searching of the different uh acronyms 
You yeah. know, like, yeah. unfortunately, this is how little I knew. I was like, what's the, what's the GOP? Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, I could understand contextually things like what right. things were, but I didn't understand what they actually stood for. Absolutely. Or, like, DOJ or up yeah. on the Which, for our listeners' OEOB. knowledge, the West Wing is not actually laid out <laughs> the way that our, our beloved West Wing Spoiler is. alert. And I did wonder, sometimes, in the walk and talks, you sort of get lost with where they are, and sometimes I'm like, okay, really, are they just, they're just going around in a circle. They like, kind of get one, their cardio somehow. In one scene, in this, in the pilot, I made a note of that Leo, like, walks through Miss um, Lanningham's office and into the Oval Office, puts something on the desk, walks back out through the office and, like, down the hall, and then back around to his office. Well, his office has a direct door to the Oval Office. So he really could have gotten there much faster, but we would not have had time for his dialogue and the rest yeah. of his his little scene. So I, because I try and pay attention to that, like, okay, you're, you're really just walking just to talk. Yeah. I mean, he probably would have gotten to his office a lot sooner had you told him right. where yeah. it is. Yeah. You could have been like Leo. I know. I, I need know to where work you on need that to go. Direct line to these characters. It seems like there were a lot of extras in, in the first episode. Maybe there are a lot of extras <laughs> There's in general. A lot of people milling around. It's, it's, you know what? I think it just added to the sense that it was like a busy place yeah. and there was a lot going on. Absolutely. I wish I could have been an extra on. I could have been one the of the West fourth grade Wing. students. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so true. That makes the fact that I would want to go out with Bradley Whitford kind of Yeah, scary does it? Yeah. I would, he would have been too old. Yes. That would have been bad. Just a smidge. I also would wish I could have been an extra on Lost. Mm. Did you, you ever watch Lost? I did not. No. Oh. Well, not we'll do a different podcast for that. But okay. I wish I, I wanted to go to Hawaii while I was filming. Um, what else about The Wing? Oh, man. I mean, um, one thing, this is a tiny things, the tiniest things stick out to me, but really Donna's never brought Josh a cup of coffee. I'm, I, I, I sort of am surprised by that. I know that is silly to, that's what caught me off guard, but I mean, like working in an office environment, like I'll bring my friends, not my, even just regular coworkers, you know, yeah. if I'm going somewhere, it's like, oh, you want some coffee or, oh, you want a drink or where I'm going or uh, Whatever, it's just that odd to me true. to put that in there. I, I, you know, and I get the point of, you know, this is a dire situation. Josh might be fired. Yeah. Um, but, but it's funny that those little things stick out to me. Like, okay, what? She's never brought like, and she's his assistant. So, I mean, you know, yeah. That's maybe that speaks to their more uh, parallel relationship instead of. Guys, if you haven't watched West Wing, I mean, then you don't know just how much wonderful tension there is between Josh and Donna yeah. throughout the years. Yeah. It is the the will they or won't they. Mm-hmm. And honestly, throughout every season, it's it's like six of one, half a dozen of the other. And it's not a major it's not a major story either. No. I think that's why there's so much doubt as to whether they will or they won't because right. it is so subtle. It is so subtle. And you have moments, or, or you have moments where it's not, where they have very strong moments, and then nothing ever comes of it. So nothing. That's, it's just like my life. Yeah. It's strange. So, I mean, we're not going to say if they will or they won't, but it's not the kind of show where it's built around, there's no real relationship, romantic right. relationship, drama. Right. For the most part. Right. There's like, you know, a couple girlfriends here and there. Yeah. But it's never the the, the impetus for the story. Which I appreciate. Which yeah. I appreciate having real storyline. I appreciate that Sorkin does not treat viewers, uh, they don't need to be spoon-fed information. We're, we're allowed to sort of keep up on our own. And he, you know, well, I was about to say a spoiler, but I will don't not. Don't do it. I will not. Don't resist well, the spoil. It's not so much a spoiler. There is a monologue in the future of the series that involves several lines of Latin, unexplained Latin. Mm. And it's interesting as a as a viewer to to watch that and to um to know that the writer just expects you to know what's happening or to get the gist of the scene even if, you know, you don't speak Latin, which which we don't. We don't. No. I don't think many people do. Many people not speak it's Latin. A, it's a dead language. Yeah. 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 Well, the the West Wing, it is delightful, and it is such an ensemble cast. I mean, the first episode is really just kind of laying out who, who's who, like, what's the feel of the show. A lot yes. of the music, 
Um, you know, that kind of changes throughout the years as well as the cinematography. Yeah. Um, you know, it started in 1999, so by the time you're halfway through, I think, wasn't it after the fourth season that mm-hmm. Aaron Sorkin left? I yes. think, and there are seven seasons, and all of them were good. Yes. I was afraid there, one of the leads that you <laughs> see in the first episode, who's obviously, I mean, it's an ensemble cast, but one of them leaves after four, four it's, seasons, it's the along fourth. with Aaron Sorkin as an executive producer. Yeah. So I was nervous. about if the show could kind of keep going. If the things that I loved about it were going to change. Because as we all know with Gilmore Girls, when the writers (laughs) left, everything went to pot and you couldn't trust anyone. No. Yeah. Still scarred by that. I know. But yes, I was worried about that too. I actually sort of stopped watching around the fourth season for a little bit because... You stole. Not because... Yeah, not because it got bad, but because I was so scared... For it you didn't want to lose that, that loving feeling. Like, I'm just going to leave these last wonderful episodes and make them last forever. And you um, had so many seasons left. I did. I had three and a half seasons left when I stalled. Um, but when I finally picked it up, obviously I, I picked it up again very quickly. And it's weird for me to hear people, because people, some people do say that, um, some people do parallel Gilmore Girls and West Wing in the sense that they go downhill after the writers leave and I really didn't get that feeling no. I mean there are moments of course that are like eh, well I don't know Sorkin but then that. yeah but it, it but just rare. watching it organically it doesn't if you're not thinking about it you're not thinking no this is not up to par yeah I thought it was I thought it was very strong you know yeah. they kind of shift around the cast changes some there are some people just like ER yeah you know, kind of a similar uh feel to it there are some cast members that stay for the whole seven seasons, but then also, you know, some that leave and that you're okay with and, and yeah. some, that some have, that are introduced and, oh, it's, we it's, don't even have Charlie yet. Oh yes. Yes. Ugh. But there are some that are introduced later in the season that I was like, all right, like you're going to introduce, I mean, this isn't giving anything away because the, the cover art on Netflix or on right. anywhere you watch it has many characters that you don't see for right. a while. So there are many characters that I was like, how are, are these, these people, people going to come in and yeah. my West Wing? It's and I true. loved all of them. It's true. Almost yeah, all. I mean, we've got, um, what's his name? Is it Alan, oh, oh Alan A, something. Nash. Alden? Arkin? Uh, some, shoot. Oh. I'll look it up. Got it, um, got it. Jimmy Smits as well. Yes, Jimmy Smits is he was near and dear. Very good. Uh, Christian Chenoweth, who wasn't like a big role. It's, no. it's strange to me, the people that they picked to put on the... Yeah, that was an album. Yeah, because but, let's let's talk that Rob Lowe is not on it. Oh, um, he's got to have a bitter basket about that. Yeah, that's very interesting to me. Um, that of all the people they chose, um, well, you know, he Alan have, Alda. Alda. Okay, yeah. I was I was pretty close. Yeah, yeah, Rob Lowe, he has a really he has two really great audiobooks. Um, they're also written books as well. But if you have the opportunity to listen to Rob Lowe, you may as well. I say. Yeah. Um, and he talks about his time on the West Wing and his decision to leave, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, there At we some go. point. <laughs> which you don't know when that'll happen. Yeah. It might be sometime. Um, <laughs> but I that's like a very big reason why I listened to the audiobooks. I wanted to get all the inside details. Yeah. yeah. And it was a hit. The West Wing was a hit yeah. in its heyday. So, I mean... It's a good show. Just because it's not from this common, uh, most yes. recent era doesn't mean it's not good. So while we're singing the praises, we also have to mention our mutual dislike. We have to trash talk. For a certain female character introduced. Yeah, Mandy. Yeah. What's that? She got- I, think it's, I think it's pretty, from the... <laughs> From the forums that I've read, being the nerd that I am, I think it's a That's pretty... That's implied when you say from the forums <laughs> that I've read. I think it's a universally held opinion of that character. Yeah. That, and no no disrespect to that. I don't think it's a well-written character, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know that the, the actress, um, oh, what's her name? Oh, I don't um, know. Something Kelly. She's on One Tree Hill. Oh, well, that's um, And she's good. much more delightful on One Tree Hill. Um, but I mean, in her very first scene, you're annoyed with her because she is... She's wearing a beret over all of her beret. hair. Let's talk about that. It's very 90s, but, um, uh, yeah, she's just being very 
Yeah. It was, she was, it was like she was being Hollywood in right. DC. Yeah, exactly. And it's just a turn off with all of these characters who, with even with their grand intellect, do not make you feel dumb. Yeah. Um, Everyone else is much more likable. Yes, they're right much more the likable. And she, she was not. <laughs> no. So there's that one. But there are there are a lot of characters that have yet to come. Uh Josh Molina yes. plays um what's his name on the show? Will Bailey. Will Bailey. Yeah. He he comes around He's pretty as a, great. as a speechwriter and Yeah. Um and what's great over seven years is that you get to see different campaign seasons. Yes. So obviously he uh, Bartlett is the president mm-hmm. played by uh Good old Mr. Sheen. Yes. And I love how they introduce him it is almost really at the very wonderful. end yeah. of the episode. I, I, yeah, I made a note about that, too, because it you really sort of forget. Even even in rewatching, I forget that like this whole show is centered around him, and, oh, wait, where is he? This mm-hmm. entire first 40 minutes or whatever. And then he comes in in just the grandest fashion. Yeah. And it, it, let it not go unnoticed that his first line is, I am the Lord your God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's an interesting bit of... For, I guess foreshadowing, not foreshadowing of him being godlike, but it that gives him he a presence. Is the, yeah, that he is this voice. Yeah, and... that he is this force to be reckoned with in the show, for sure. And I love it because so much. I mean, obviously, it's a it's a Democratic Party that's in the White House in this administration, um, but they deal with issues on both sides of the aisle and yes. and all of that kind of thing. I mean, maybe. I don't know what your take is on the actual politics on the show, but... Um, I think you can get heavy one way or the other, but never in a... Like, if somebody isn't a a Democrat, are they going to like this show? I would would say yes. Yeah. I think that there is enough um, rebuttal of the... I think you get both sides of a lot of arguments. You get the adorable and wonderful Ainsley Hayes, who I just love. Yeah. I love her... Good not character. being ashamed of being, you know, hey, I'm this blonde, cute Republican, and this is who I am, but I'm just as smart as you, and I am just as deserving as yep. you, and I am all of these things, and I, I really, <laughs> she's, she is one of my favorite female characters she's on the show. Um, so I, I, I think that, you know, and she gives Sam, and one, at one point, she gives him a whole little diatribe about, no, I, you know, I'm a Republican because this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that they do an okay job of, of have always having somebody to argue the other side in a in a real way, not mm-hmm. in just a oh we should have this because we probably should have this. Yeah, <clears throat> and as far as like, and I noticed aside from the the woman of the night and her fondness for pot, it's a very clean show. Yes, um, it, especially compared to what you'd see today. Like this is nothing like House of Cards. Do you watch no. House of Cards? Yes, I do. So I mean. I know this came out in 99, and things yes. that basically are, <laughs> we're, we're just not shocked by anything anymore. Yeah. But there's really not anything dirty yeah. on this show. And it's not as heavy as I think you would expect it to be. There are definitely, no. there's definitely heavy subject matter, but you watch House of Cards, and you almost can't watch, as addicting as it is, you almost can't watch too much of it in a row, because it's no, very dark. It's dark. And very you heavy. You feel dark. You feel dark. You don't feel you that don't way. Feel that way with the West Wing. There's so many quips. There's so many, you know, is that the suit you wore yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. You? You? Yeah. Yeah. There's so many of those just tiny lines thrown in that it keeps it, you know, even though there are, it seems like there's constantly peril and lives and balance, there is wit and humor and and normalcy to it. And I think a lot of each episode, the struggle is a, a struggle of integrity, you know, really... Like there's just very little black and white. It's yeah. it's like everything has a cost. Everything could be it could be right depending on which way you look at it. You yeah. know, so it's really a struggle for the president and the administration to say like, okay, what what are we willing to compromise in the short run to get what we want in the long run? Yes, you know, it's just a big chess uh, chess game, really. Yeah. Like the politics of it. And then the whole, the press secretary role, I thought was also just very interesting. Mm -hmm. I kind of wonder if our, if any press secretaries in real life, though, are in any shade uh, as sassy as C.J. Craig. I will be honest that I have, since I've been watching The West Wing, I have been known to turn on some... C-span? Some C-spans yes. and some White House press briefings just to be like, are they as how sassy? off base is this show? Like how, 
you know, you look at House of Cards and it, it they all cover sort of the same topics, the politics, the behind closed doors type thing, but they deal with them so differently. Yeah. And it's like, who is, because, because really House of Cards makes me hate politics. It mm-hmm. makes me be like, is, you gotta be kidding. You can't like, trust this anyone. Is how Everyone's happening. crooked. Yeah. And the West Wing really just makes you like swell with pride of yes. America after like every episode you're yeah. like oh cheers to bipartisanship yeah and all this stuff and it's kind of interesting and would be interesting to have a more inside view of that it's a, it feels like a more redempt like the redemptive edge of Absolutely. house of cards yeah I agree with that so I think mm. it's delightful I love I love the west wing I rewatch it all the time yes many different seasons it's very easy to do um so maybe maybe people should check it out. They can yep. watch it. Yep. Watch it for yourself. Tell us who you like, uh, who you don't like. Yeah. And <laughs> Mandy. <clears throat> Mandy. Yeah. Um, it gets really good. And like I said, throughout the different seasons, like the cinemat- cinematography gets uh, much more yes. stylized. Put off by the datedness. Yeah. Of it. That's really the only thing to get past. But right. It's uh, I feel like every episode's a hit. I do too. So, enjoy. Enjoy the pilot and enjoy uh, episode two when we get to it. Yep. That's it yep. for that's it for episode that's one it. of The Wing. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to figure out the name. Yeah, we don't, we don't know yeah. what the name is. So. All right. All right. See ya. <laughs> Adios. Okay, I'm recording. I see red and not in an angry way, just in a I'm recording sort of way. <laughs> All right, I'm recording as well. Holla. Ready to go. Oh my goodness. Guys, we're back. It's episode two of what I think we're going to call winging it. Is that what we're going with? Winging it, yeah. It's, yeah. It's like we're not even winging it. It's like we had a plan, but we don't. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 that would be a false impression. Well, no, we do have a plan. We, we do We do pretty good plans. Yeah, we've got a great plan. Today, our plan is to talk about episode two of The West Wing, our favorite. Post hoc, ergo, propter hoc. A little bit of Latin It's it's for us it's there. the real kind of Latin. No pigs were involved. No. We're okay.